no one wants to be the choice of a customer because they're cheap. Do you? This was a question that I asked one of our members in the Empower Mastermind, and it changed her entire look at her business. Now, this is actually not a rhetorical question. It is a really strategic question. And pricing actually is a big part of marketing strategy. And I think it is one of the most difficult decisions to make in the business. Hence, you cannot really make a pricing decision coming from a place of ego or a place of fear. So the question of do you want to be chosen because you are cheap is a valid question because there are businesses who thrived because they were able to apply a strong local strategy. So you might actually want to be the choice of your customers because you are very competitive from a pricing point of view. The really tricky bit for small service business owners, solopreneurs, is that you do not use your feelings as an indicator for your pricing. I heard this million times. I feel like I'm not too expensive. I feel like I'm too expensive. I feel like I am cheap. I feel like I'm not experienced enough to price myself more expensive. These are just emotions and they're just distractions. So keep listening if A, your pricing is defined by a feeling, B, you're working a lot but not seeing the money in your bank account. And C, you are not attracting the right kind of client, i.e. they negotiate heavily, they don't pay on time, or they are not kind people. Welcome to the She Is Awesome podcast, the home for women business owners filled with extraordinary stories, giggles, and thoughtful conversations offering inspiring takeaways for your life and your business. Hello, my friend. This is Jay, your host, and today we will talk about your prices. So this episode is not about a pep talk on how low your prices are and how you should be increasing them. That is not my aim in this episode. This episode's aim is to give you clear understanding of how you should be pricing your offer as a service business owner, as a small business owner, right? And I am really aiming to get you out of the mindset of pricing with emotions and get you into a place where you are pricing like a business owner with strategy and a plan and strong research. So, you know, as I mentioned before, you can actually build an empire on low-cost pricing strategy, i.e. Ryanair, Tesco's, but you need to have the perfect conditions to be able to make that decision. That decision is a strategic decision. It's a positioning decision in the market. So first of all, let me tell you something. Pricing, or shall I say the right pricing, plays a crucial role in the success of any business. And service-based small businesses are no exception. And actually, it's more difficult to price right as a small business owner your services 
because there is not a tangible stuff. So it becomes very quickly, very subjective, right? And determining the right pricing strategy is essential for many reasons. First of all, it is the only way you know you will be profitable, right? You don't want to work for others. You want profit in the bank account. Secondly, right pricing, as I mentioned, attracts right customers. Pricing is a real filter for your services. Just think about your buying habits. You know, when you're searching for an item on an online store, what do you do? in the filters. You use pricing, right? There are zillions of studies that prove that high price is associated with high quality in consumers' expectations. So a consumer study led by, I think it was Texas University, showed that people who buy local are mainly buying local because they associate the high price of the local to high quality. So it's not just, you know, the local by intention. It's also the perception of the quality. Now, the expectation of high quality comes with a cost to the business. So high pricing is not always the best strategy if you are not able to nail your customer experience aligned with the price expectations. So this is really important. It's really a perfect match between customer expectations, what you can offer, and also anything more tangible like what is your cost, etc. Now, then the third point is pricing positions your brand in a competitive way in the market. So your pricing will add to that brand promise and the story that you are telling with your brand. You can't have a premium looking brand with a low cost pricing strategy and vice versa. And actually, I have seen this happening. A friend of mine who had a food delivery company, they had a branding to a logo and website, which was so premium looking that actually it kind of hindered them because their pricing was not matching. And people wouldn't even like come close to them because they would expect that their pricing would be too high. And this is really important to actually, again, like get the whole identity right, including the pricing. And finally, as a fourth point, if you choose your pricing strategically and you make a conscious choice about it, you as the owner of the business will feel stronger and more aligned. And believe me, even your sales pitch will be more fluid and convincing and you will be much stronger when you negotiate. Knowledge is power. So if you know what your price is and why your price is like this and what do you expect or who do you expect to buy from you, you will also be more agile and accurate in creating and building those very long-term relationships with your customers. Now, if right pricing is so important, why do I keep pushing our members to increase their prices? for all the above reasons, because more often than not, small service businesses can't afford to have a low cost pricing unless you can find an easy and reliable way to cut cost. But if you are selling time, even if you bought that time, it is actually really, really difficult to maintain a service business with low cost. Now, let me reset the scene. 
This episode is released in June 2023, and I know that what I just mentioned will be obsolete in a very short period of time due to arrival of AI in our lives. So we will be becoming more or less AI operators in our businesses as well, and we will quote mark higher AI capacities and replace a lot of time with AI in a good or bad way, but this is not an emotional reaction. I guess this is just the fact it's coming and things will change. But at this point in time, we're still not in that era. I know it's coming. I know it's like literally next to us, but it's not there yet. Okay, you cannot tell that I have been geeking about AI for a while and I'm not going to that. So let's kick it off. So how do you define an effective price strategy for your service-based business? Well, first rule is do not trust your feelings. As I mentioned, your feelings are just feelings. Get informed and make strategic choices. That's the only way to be comfortable with your pricing, and that's the only way to nail your pricing. The second rule is be ready to adjust. It takes time to get it right, and therefore, you need to allow buffer. And I will talk about this in a minute. So let's talk about how do you make informed choices? What are the practices that you need to have to decide about your prices? The first one, I say, understand your cost. Now, it's such an interesting point because when I ask to service business owners and especially really small service business owners, they go, oh, I don't have a cost. Wrong. You always have a cost. Time is a cost, right? So before setting prices, it is vital to have a clear understanding of that cost. And as a service business owner, this is the first mistake that you will commit, is undermining the value of your time. So here's a mental exercise for you. If you were to hire someone who is at your level of seniority, how much you would need to pay them to provide a job that you're providing for a client. Let's say you are a copywriter and you will write a blog, right? How much would you need to pay a copywriter at your level? Now, think about it not as a freelance copywriter. Maybe if you hired that person, what would be, as an employee, their hourly cost to you? Now, Add on top of it, 40% margin. Yes, 40% because you will pay tax, but also you will set systems to allow this person work and you will have costs associated to sales and marketing before you know, actually your profit will be below 20%. And on top of it, 20% VAT. Why? Because even if you're not VAT registered today, you will be one day. And it really is difficult to add VAT After a long period of time when actually people were not paying you VAT. So just see. So that should be your minimum pricing. Yeah, I know. For most of you, it will be a what get out moment, right? Because you are just trying to earn what you need with small needs. So let's do it as a business owner. If you want to go deeper in this exercise, You can identify all the direct and indirect costs associated with delivering your services. So direct costs include materials. This can be a a computer. It's the labor, as I said, and any other expenses directly tied to the sales. 
and indirect costs may include overhead expenses like utilities, marketing, or rent, or office prices, whatever it is. And if you accurately assess your costs, you can avoid underpricing and increase your profitability. So this is why most likely you are undercharging, right? And that's why I push my members who are small business owners to increase their pricing because I know that this is not calculated like this. They tell me. Now, however you're feeling right now, you got to sit with this thought and do a comparative work. Like put your price now and then put the price of what it should be and see where you are at, right? And check maybe you were pricing correctly. Who knows? Now let's move on. Once you have done this, right? So you know your costs and what your minimum price should be. Then you go and analyze the market and competitors. So this can be as big or as small as you want. But basically what you need to understand is who is in the market? What are their pricing? What are the customer's preferences? Who buys from who? So there are people who buy from boutique organic little shops and there are people who buy from Tesco. So who is buying from where and which customer do you want to attract more? Research similar service providers to gain insight into their pricing strategy, but also look into bigger fishes, right? Smaller fishes because they are in the pond and they're attracting some customers. Check if your market is fragmented. So when it's a very fragmented market, it's very small or medium-sized competitors all over the place. Or is it a market where you have bigger fishes and less smaller fishes? So how would you actually map that out? And then how could you impact that market? Where do you want to be? And where you want to be, is it easy to be there or is it more difficult, right? And how could that impact even your brand story? Now that you have done your research, so you have done your research internally about your pricing and you have done your research externally about the market and competitors, the real marketing strategy bit starts, right? The third point that I'm going to say is about your audience. Know your audience, understand your audience, become your audience. I'm not talking about the generic demographics of your audience. I don't care about that. That's easy. You need to really understand their problem. You need to put their shoes on. You know, what is the problem that you are solving? How painful is that problem for them? What is the cost of it when they don't solve this problem? Are they aware of that cost? Is the cost big enough for them to buy from you, pay enough money, understand their current situation, challenges, concerns, needs, and expectations from a brand like yourself, right? This is really important. You need to become your audience. You really need to put their shoes on, walk the walk, and understand where they're coming from. When you understand that, your audience As a fourth point, you're now ready to define your unfair advantage. So this is where you can also think about the pricing. Let me tell you. So both British Airlines and Ryanair can take you from London to Barcelona. 
Now, Ryanair's unfair advantage is its unbeatable cost proposition. British Airlines' unfair advantage is its legacy, and the experience is slightly better, right? In between, there are many other airlines that you would not even be able to name, and they would have to compete in general on pricing or suitability to the date and time that you're going, right? The thing is, more your unfair advantage matches the problem of your target audience, easier it will be to convert them. So if you want to be British Airlines, you know that you cannot play the cost game. So you know that you will not attract some people. So you got to go and talk to some other people who will be attracted, who will not care about your price who will be attracted to you because you are telling a story that is aligned with their problem. And they will think that you will be the best partner to solve their problem. All right, we're coming almost towards the end. The fifth point that I want to make is about your pricing model. As much as the price is important, the pricing model is very, very important as well, because before it wasn't like this years ago when the subscription culture was not around. But now subscription became a real kind of game changer within the pricing model. So you can have as a service business, hourly rates, flat fees, project-based pricing, retainer models, subscription-based pricing, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, understanding the pain point about the price for your customer and taking that away can actually unblock a lot. And this happened actually to one of our clients, one of our members. So what she did was she increased her prices and then all of a sudden we started to notice a really like significant drop in her conversion rates. Because what happens is as a service provider, um, small company, what you do is you build your network, right? So You build your network, the network has their own network, and you're connected to category A people, okay? And your prices match them. Now, when you increase your prices, your marketing, current marketing and current word of mouth that you have built goes still to category A price A expectation customer, but when you increase your prices, you need to actually talk to price B, and there will be an adjustment time until you build your network in the price B network as well, right? And until that time, you will still attract the category A network clients. So what are you going to do for them? It's really difficult for them to convert because price becomes a deal breaker. So then our members, we decided that she sets up membership plans and payment installments, which then actually doubled her rates, right? So it was so interesting, just a simple little change in her pricing model where people could actually pay her over the time, doubled her conversion rates. So it's not always, oh, it's too expensive or it's not. It's really different perceptions. Pricing is all about perception. So it's really different perception points that you need to unblock to be able to increase conversion, to be able to talk to the right people, to be able to sell and be profitable. Now, after that, I'm going to talk about the final point, which is customer experience. I mentioned that earlier. So 
Pricing is a subjective thing. We understand that. And I have a very simple question. You see a bag with a price tag of 5,000 pounds. Would you think that it belongs to H&M or a brand like Hermes or Chanel? It's going to be the latter, right? So that is the perception. We associate price with many different things. Low price, even the colors of brands that are associated with low price versus high price is different. Hence why, depending on your pricing strategy, your customer experience has to match. It has to match. So if you're a low price offer, you can't have an extremely caring customer experience because it would cost you too much. It would cost you too much and you would chip into your profitability. And the thing is, a low cost customer would not expect that anyhow, right? When you're going to Ryanair, you don't expect to receive champagne. But if you are flying with Emirates on first class, you expect to receive champagne. So that's the thing. Even if you are not flying first class, you would expect the champagne because it's Emirates. You paid probably 10 times more than the Ryanair ticket. And the expectations and what you deliver, it needs to match to be able to create profitability and to be able to retain the client. So nailing customer experience is really, really important. It needs to match with your pricing or your pricing needs to match with that. How much can you give into the customer experience? If you are going to set your prices high, which as a service business owner, I would say consider that because it's really hard for you to make the service cost less because it's time. You need to think about how can you then increase the customer experience quality, okay? Now, I think I would say it's fair to say that buffering strategy will give you a lot of understanding. So what is buffering strategy is you set your prices higher than what you think they should be. And then you always buffer with discounts. So you create discounted offers and then you kind of see if 10% discount is working better, maybe you keep it there. So pricing is a game of trial and error. There is no other option, especially if you are in the first few years of your business, your business will be evolving as well. So it is only by trying and sometimes missing the point, sometimes getting it right, that you will nail the pricing. But as a conclusion, what I would want to say in this podcast, especially because I am addressing to you, women entrepreneur, and it is commonly known that women undervalue their prices, do not use your feelings as a guideline. Do not even use anybody's feelings. <laughs> Just do a very strong market research and internal research to be able to understand what your price should be. And then you will be strong enough to sell it and defend it. And then also as a business, come to that level of pricing and model your business around that pricing. So 
yeah, what I want to say in this very, very lecture-like episode, which I never do in general, but I think this was triggered by a lot of discussion that I had recently, is stop feeling, do the work, and choose your prices with strategy instead of emotions. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. And remember, finding the right balance between profitability and customer value is key to successful pricing strategy. And with that, I will leave you, my love. I'll find you back here next week. Bye now. Well, my friend, thank you for listening to this She Is Awesome podcast. If you want to share your extraordinary story and dare to inspire others, send an email to hello at academyweed.com. You can find the email address in the show notes. Well, let's meet here again next week. Take care. Bye now.